to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 314 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2021 is here and uh, we are rearing to go. It's pouring with rain outside because summer <laughs> is here, of course. Uh, yes. And this episode may be a little bit longer than normal. I'm not too sure because we missed last week. So I'm yeah. not sure how much uh, stuff we can fill in. I, I, I think, um, yeah. We'll, we'll I see think, how we go. We'll see how we go. I, I'm happy if we go a little bit over, but I don't know if, if I've done that much amazing stuff, really, to be honest with you. Well, we will see. Um, I wanted to start off with Chris was right. Um, I saw a, that. This is a segment of the show that we should put in every week. Chris oh, was good, right. good. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I made a comment the other the other day or week well on the podcast ago, on the podcast. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was on the podcast that um, we should Australia is a terrible place to share a travel travel bubble with. And I maybe it should be China. I reckon. I reckon China. Uh, I think I shared down. Said that I don't know if you mentioned the China bit. I remember you going off about Australia's terrible or something. Yeah, so I was right. Um, which is this is probably old news to everybody, but in case you missed it, I'm going to fill you in. So the cops in Australia issued fines to drivers for being stationary too long, issuing over three hundred thousand dollars in fines in one day. Hang on, hang on. Okay, yeah, that's a lot of fines, isn't it? Yeah. Because how big would the fine be? Uh, four hundred bucks. Oh yeah, their fine, their fines are real expensive over there yeah, for everything. I th- I th- for some reason, I haven't got it written down, but in my head, it was four hundred. I think. Okay. And um, so these drivers were isolating in their cars in line for COVID nineteen testing, and the cops came up and said, "Wait, you're using a phone? Well, I've been here for seven hours, but barely moved. Right, three hundred dollar fine. <laughs> That's, um, that makes no sense. So." Like, I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing ever. So, A, why aren't the cops managing the traffic better? Yeah. Like, because they're saying you're blocking traffic. Well, this is a line to the COVID testing. So don't blame me. It's your fault, you cop. Like, what the hell are you doing about it? Um, The second one is, who's going to bother going and getting testing now? Because you're going to get fined. If you sit in line for ages, you're you're going to pick up your phone. uh... Yeah. Um, and um, if this level of stupidity is indicative of their competence, why would we trust the Australians? I don't know. I see that anybody that wants to leave from the UK to come to New Zealand has a 75-day wait because they can't. that's how long it will take in general. And then they also have to have a clear COVID test at that end before they're allowed on the plane, So um, I think. Um, Jeff, Jeff and I, Jeff Penny and I caught up uh, the other day. And um, shout out to Jeff because he he will listen, get around to listen to us. He's a few uh, episodes behind. Hi Jeff. Um, but <laughs> I like we, that. Uh, we, we, oh, I, I like that I'm in your town staring at you all the time. <laughs> yeah, he goes around the corner. He, goes, he said, "Who's that guy looking at me?" Like literally, he looks up and goes, "Oh my god, it's Sam." <laughs> uh, my skinny billboard has ended up in uh, Kawarau. So that's good. <laughs> so I got a photo of that. We'll throw that in the photo in the show notes. But um, yes. Yeah, so anyway, I was we were talking about our sisters. So I was talking about <coughs> with my amusing uh, sister case. We won't go into that here. No, no. Um, I was going to say, hang on. What? Yeah, yeah. I know what then, you're talking about, though. Yeah, and uh, his his sister, she she's 
certifiable though she is totally certifiable she's left the kids in auckland they're 14 and 16 they can look after themselves that's right and she's moved to uk and she moved up there on um in december (laughs) and she just got out she just got out of quarantine they locked down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, uh, Does, she's, she's got no skills. Is there family over there? Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. She, so or he, she, she hasn't met somebody on the internet. She was probably born there. Um, oh. uh, they do think it's she, she must be chasing a fella. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's... She's oh. she's a nut job. Anyway, well, there we go. Quite, Good to know. Quite funny. I will say one thing, too. Did you have a relaxing Christmas? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Christmas was okay. Yeah. So the next... Day. So Christmas Day, I was around at Carl's place. I got to actually give a shout out to Layla and her eight kids, and um, I've forgotten her partner's name now. Stuart. I, I think. thought. Stuart. I thought you were going to try to remember all eight kids. Oh hell no! <laughs> I, was like, I met one, and I'm going to say it was Jamie, but I might be wrong. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I met two because it was a little little boy as well. Um, we were talking about D and D, but anyway. Um, yes. Carl was so- talking about one of his mates moved out to Dinsdale and freaked out. Well, it's a new subdivision off Dinsdale or something. Yes. And freaked out because he couldn't hear the birds in the morning. Oh, that's right. And because um, they'd cut down all the trees in the neighbourhood like, oh, okay. for this new subdivision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, there's no birds. And I was like, I've got really loud birds outside my window um, and they wake me up in the mornings. And they went, oh, hang on. The landlord chopped that tree down. That's right. How come I haven't noticed it in the morning? And then it's like, oh, that's right. I leave before sun sun comes up. I leave at three thirty five or three forty five in the morning. I have not heard the birds. So for a while, the next day, Boxing Day, I'm like, I that's have to right, go to work. Boxing Day. I'm yeah. going to sit here and see if there are birds. No, and there are actually. Oh, there are. They've come. They've moved to the other tree around the corner. So it's I've got another window going that way because I'm in the corner corner room. So I haven't lost all the birds. But seven forty in the morning. Uh, the next door neighbour decides that's a good time to mow the lawn. Yep. And it needed to be done, obviously, because he mowed it for 12 minutes. If you've got 12 minutes of mowing <clears> to do, <throat> I suggest you can fit that in sometime after 10am, not at 7.40. But this, yeah, but, yeah I know, but obviously you, and obviously he hoses down his house and driveway. Yeah, so at 7.56 that's right. <laughs> is when he decides to hose something down. I don't know what so it is. So literally was. he would have been running around probably just chopping down dandelions or something for 12 minutes. Like he's not actually mowing the lawns. He's just, because they don't normally mow their lawns. So I think that somebody comes and does it. He was just, he's an idiot. Oh my God. Anyway, anyway so that's good times, good times. Yep. So anyway, I, I hung out with Cal and Moira and um, some of her family, Gizmo and Crunchy the cat, at their place for Christmas. And then day after Boxing Day, went down to Gizzy Gisbon. Um, nice. And hung out with Cal and Moira were there, and Jace and Rebecca and their three girls. I can remember all their names: Estella, Olive, and Lucia. Yep. Um, what was that? Twelve, eight, and four. Four and a half. Um, that was quite a lot of fun there. It wasn't the best weather. I don't know what it was like up here. Oh, it was just, it wasn't too bad. It was fine. Uh, we went to Rotorua on Christmas Day and then I had work Boxing Day. Uh, so it's just a few showers and. So I had fine. my little pup tent. This little pup tent is so little, it used to be what I used to put on the back of the motorbike and I'd use that. I'd, I'd okay. ride to Whangamata and put that up. So it's a tiny pup tent. So I got there first night. Um, oh, yeah, I am getting older and I have a car now. So there's no reason for me to be sleeping on the ground. Because uh, that's really not 
comfortable. Well, and they, so, they, they have the mats. You probably need to get one of those. No, I, I went and bought an airbed the next morning. Oh, okay. So that was cool. So I got this airbed. Yes. Um, just fits in there. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not... I'm not quite... I'm a bit too long for the tent, right? Yeah. So that's cool. Thunderstorms that night. Nice. So I'm like, okay. And I've got some photos to show you, but I I, I was a genius. So he'd built a really big deck um, with you know awning over it and all the rest of it. And they've, I just moved one of the tables out of the way and put the tent on the deck. Yeah, so why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was stormy. Ah, I was fine. Good, uh, good, good. It was good. loud. But that's better than being wet. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was my genius of the weekend. So you were going to – you said you were going to put in a couple of days' worth of D&D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd we that go? We played one day of D&D. Um, was it good? So it's good. So I've been playing Dungeons & Dragons for five years with these guys. Whoa. Apparently. Okay. I can't yeah. believe time, it's been that time long. flies. Yes. And um, I I knew J- uh, Carl and his brother, Jay. So Carl is lunch, Lush Monster, for those that yes. have... Um, He's graced our pod- podcast uh, for three episodes way back in the day. Yes. And was there very vocal, in fact, at the uh, 300th. Um, That's right. <laughs> oh, and the, although Jeff did say he was a bit disappointed because he was here for one of those podcasts and he didn't get a shout out. Was he? He was a guest, and he said a few words. I cannot remember. I remember Jeff being here, but I can't remember him recording a podcast as such. Yeah, no, he was here listening in, but we asked him a question, and he said something on there. So oh, sorry about that, Jeff. Of course, yeah, uh, we should I write on this somewhere. definitely bring that up, because that makes me right, and any time I can be right. Well, it makes you wrong, which sort of indirectly makes me right. So that's all good. Good, good, good. But anyway, yeah, D&D, yeah. So Lucas I'd never met, so that was cool. So I've been chatting to him weekly for the last five years and never yeah, met him yeah. in person. So is he the cool. one that you don't see on the screen, though? Doesn't uh, someone not show his face? Is that right? Or am I making uh, that up? Recently it has been him for that, but that is because he's just moved up from Blenheim and his new parents' place um, haven't got decent... Um, haven't got a decent internet connection. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually oh, all had to turn our computers off because it was lagging so bad. Oh, wow. Um, but that's right. Um, yeah, no, uh, there's a couple of other guys that I didn't get a chance to meet. Rez and Phil were out of town, so. Yeah, cool. <sighs> okay, all right. So, anyway, uh, yeah, Dungeons & Dragons went really well. Um, Lucas did die in the end, and I nearly started a fight with some chick, but um, that was, yeah. Uh, because we had some guests come in and jump in as well that I hadn't met before. So we had that three were players. playing D&D with you? No. They've never played with us before. No, but have, sorry, they've played before, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, play, yeah. played with um, uh, Jace. He yeah. plays with another bunch of people. Oh. So hey, that you, was cool. You and s- I finally used my dice. Oh. I bought these dice a couple of years ago and yeah. finally got to yeah. use them. Yeah, all the fancy multi-sided die. Yeah. Um, you got here, there was a delay. Where'd you get delayed in Gisborne? <laughs> <laughs> on the way to, on the way in, I left. Uh, Carl left about an hour and maybe an hour and a half behind me, and so um, I, I'm I'm on my way in, and then the traffic just stopped, and there's this line of cars. Where, in front where's of me. this happening though? It was about an hour out. Uh, Google told me I was an hour away from my oh, destination, yeah. roughly. I mean, forty-five minutes to an hour out. Because uh, when we went to Gisborne once, there was a whole bunch of roadworks, sort of. Near Cowardow somewhere, or uh, and and that was like a forty minute wait. Once I remember, we well, were just sat there forever. I I, I went. I sent an email, to, a text message to Carl and say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm this I'm an hour out and hit, you know stand still traffic." Yeah. So after an hour, 
Mm. I sent him another text message saying, okay, see if you can find another way around. Yeah. Uh, but I think by that time, he was in the back of the queue. Uh, some people walked up and down. I was just sitting there, turned the ignition off, but I was listening to podcasts. I didn't care. And some people were doing U-turns and going back, and I'm like, I don't so, know where I'm going. Yeah. Um, and some people started walking down the line of cars to see what was happening and coming Did you back feel and, like going for a run? And they No. No, no, because uh, this happened, uh, Sarah was telling me, I can't remember, I think her, I think it was her mum or somebody, or somebody somewhere got stuck in traffic like this, same thing, and some guy just went for a run. I was like, that's the weirdest thing to do, because you don't know when it's starting back up again. You see the odd again. person running up into the bush, but you can yeah. see, guess what they're doing. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, and some people took their dogs out, because, you know, yeah, dogs yeah. in the car, they had to walk them up and down, and, and uh, so one of these people came back from further ahead and they said oh those guys have been waiting an hour and a half and oh I'd, and i'd been there about oh, about now then or just less than yeah an hour. so and yeah, what so, was the hold up though yeah roadworks well, no it was a crash? Uh, first front page news around the country apparently i actually haven't seen anything some guy um on christmas day oh that dude that went missing went missing yeah, yeah. and they found him Oh, yeah, Just yeah, in yeah. front of me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so the dude went missing, and he went missing in, like, Tauranga, miles away. Yeah, so he's driving from Tauranga to Gisborne or something like that. Oh, yeah, whatever. And then they went missing, and they were trying to find him, and then his brother paid for a private helicopter search that flew around, couldn't find anything, and then his niece said, let's go out for another look. Uh, we've got to have another look. And then they walked, and they just saw it. Um, did you see a photo of it? No, but um, uh, Jeff was telling me about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just he it was like completely in a hole, but the car was completely the right way up, and you could just see the roof. And they cut the roof off and lift him out. And the guy said, "I knew they'd find me. I just wasn't sure if I was going to be alive or not." Man, I'm like, because Jeff said, "I don't know if he was hurt or not, but he must have been hurt or he smashed the window. It'd be pretty hard." And I said. Sam and I have got these nifty window smashing things yeah. on our key rings, which is really cool. So, um, but yeah, uh, that was random. But that that was the reason I was oh, delayed. Right. So yeah, yeah that's, that's it was, not too it bad. Was, so it was newsworthy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how people handle that. Yeah. You know, the whole waiting thing. And oh, I'm like, I'm on holiday. I don't care. Some people get real impatient. And yeah. you have to you have to get to the point where you realize there's nothing you can do. It's out of your control. Yeah. And I think some of them were like, oh, I'll take the back roads. And I'm like, I'm, I have no idea what the back roads are. I'm not going to no, even try. Know. I'm not going to even try. No. Um, and so it was funny because I got there, got to Jace's place, yeah. parked up, started talking to him, and Carl arrived two minutes after me. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. we, we left an hour and a half difference, and he two minutes after me because he was in the same traffic jam, basically. So, yeah, that, that was... Um, during Christmas and New Year's, we, we went into town randomly during the day. And this yeah. dude went whizzing past us, and he was on a scooter, like a pretty grunty... It must have been grunty. How much safe... When you say scooter, do you mean like a stand-up lime-type scooter or a, a yeah. nifty 50? No, stand-up... Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. A lime-type scooter. Right, right, But right. like his own personal one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how much safety gear would you wear if you had one that went probably... How old is this person? Oh, I, I got more questions. I here. don't know. Did he look like he was 60 or 70? 50, no. 60? No. No. I mean, he had full motocross gear on, so it was hard to tell. Oh, my God. Like, the whole get-up. He was like, and I was like, what's this dude doing? Off he went. And the scooter was going pretty quick, and he sort of went across the road and just took off where a car went. But he had the helmet, gloves, the whole pants, the shirt. I think he had the boots on, too. The motocross boots, yeah. 
Oh my god! And I was like, "Hang on, um, that's just taking the piss." But is it, yeah, because <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit weird. A bit weird. Um, yeah. So I I didn't get to see the Gisborne Museum of Technology when I went to go. It was closed. It wasn't going to open till Thursday. Oh, and well, then when it yeah. came to Thursday, it was, I think it was pouring down. I was like, oh, yeah. I'll "Go some other day." And then the boss rang, and I ended up coming home a little earlier. But anyway, so yeah, so I didn't do that. But I did find out a couple of things. Yes. So Gizzy is known for. Good. What do you know? Two things that Gizian is known for. Oh, uh, it's like, um, oh, it's the first place to see the sun or something. Yeah, that's one. That's all I know. And it's the shortest river in the Southern Hemisphere. How short? Two Ranganui River. Yeah. It's the confluence of Taroheru River and Waimata River. <coughs> okay. And it's 1.2 kilometers. Oh, right. Well, there we go. That's a pub quiz question Although, for you. Although, um, Cal's like, it's 600 metres. And I'm like, it's 1.2 kilometres. <laughs> he goes, look, it starts there and it ends there. It's 600 metres. I'm like, no, I think it ends where the end of the, the pier thing is. Like, Have a big argument. Oh, we had a this. huge argument. Oh, don't even get started about Lush Monster and his dumb arguments. Um, just for the record, well, one <laughs> mistake point to- is not the right word. All right? Mistake. So, so he goes. I'm more interested said, about the random text message I got from you. What? You're like, I'm in an argument. I need to know what episode we talked about the the robots oh, yeah, that yeah. do the oh, science talk, experiments. We talk about that too. But yeah, so um, Cal said he used to watch look at White Island and and there was always a plume out of it because you know as they drive yeah, past yeah, and all that yeah, sort of thing. Okay. Um, Before and it he blew goes, up, but yeah. now it's blown up. There's some mystique about it, and I'm like. It's not mystique. Mystique's not the word. Jason and I was like, no, mystique's not the word. No, no. He's like, no, it's mystique. And I said, a dark fascination, an ominous foreboding, uh, not mystique. And we had this argument for, for, for a, a good night, and then two days later he brings it back up because he's bad at that. So anyway. So, But what, what, what was your word of choice for that then? I I I think dark fascination is more more. I think there's a better word, but I just could not think about ominous. It. Still, no, still couldn't. Ominous is what um, Jay said, but and I think that's a better. That's word. That's a better mystique, word, but it's not the right word. But it's not because right mystique, word. you know what's happening. It's like that dark tourism, like it's that whole undercurrents thing when you the thing that makes you watch a car crash and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a better word for it. There probably is. What was the text message I sent you? I'm in an. Uh, 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 I need something like. Hang on, I'll, I'll find it actually because it's probably better. <laughs> I read the actual thing because I'm sitting here and, and I was I'm like, pretty drunk. Yeah, I probably. guess that. I guess that we were playing like board games and I just got. Anyway, it goes help in capitals exclamation point. I need to win an argument by playing a part of the Chris and Sam podcast episode. Which episode did you talk about the robot doing open experiments? All and right. then you go asterisk own not open. Doing its own experiments. And I was like, this one. Thanks. <laughs> Made my point. Not winning the argument against Moira, though. Yeah, so Moira says, AI can never be a threat to humanity because it cannot think. AI cannot think creatively. It can't do anything except what the human people have programmed it to do. Oh, And that's okay. where I said, well, do you remember our episode where I'm, Sam talked about... How do you not remember it was the, the big point. Well, you know... That Sam talks about this robot that was doing its own experiments, except I couldn't remember anything about it. Yeah. So I had to find it and I played it. I said, let's listen to the font of all wisdom on this subject. <laughs> this random played, story that we talked about. 
And episode 304, if you're wondering. Yeah, part of episode 304 of the Chris and Sam podcast. So there you go. You can use the Chris and Sam podcast back collection as part of your party gaming experience at Christmas time. But I, no, I, <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I think the way AI is going at the moment that there are restraints on it, but I definitely think it can do its own thing if it wanted to. Yeah, well, that thing, that robot, the, the pertinent part of my thing was. It's choosing its own experiments going forward based on the... Data uh, it gets back from yeah, the other ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, what results of the previous experiments. That's right. So um, that therefore leads it down a chain that is away from human thinking. But uh, she didn't buy my logic. No? No. Anyway. Did you? Did she need to hear that through a mega microphone? <laughs> oh, no, mega megaphone, sorry. Mega, You've had megaphone. this here a while. I don't know what it means. I, don't know. Make- I just I just listened to the story about this mega megaphone. So someone um, made a mega megaphone. The, the army, the U- uh, navy, navy, U.S. Navy. I think it was the navy. Um, Quite a, recently, a megaphone that you can talk into and yeah. somebody can hear you two kilometers away. Ah, uh. and because so like, that oh, sounds useful. Just oh well, it it is on water. Ah, uh, yeah. And it was also for um, checkpoints to get them to halt in case they're a suicide bomber. And we're going to blow you away but long ha- before you get to this thing. Oh, okay. I'm imagining it's being huge. Uh, I'm guessing no, it's smaller it than what I think it. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. Hu- it wasn't huge. It wasn't a trailer thing. It was handheld type thing. Ah. But AliExpress, you've got to where are you? Power it up. Yes. But the thing isn't. Then this is why I thought it was worth <laughs> mentioning to you at least. Is the thing isn't just how powerful it is. Yeah. The new thing that they've got, the new mega megaphone. Takes I love it, the mega, a, megaphone. Yeah, carry on. Takes into account wind impact on the sound going forward. So it distorts the sound coming out so two kilometers away you'll hear it right. Okay. But okay. So if <laughs> But if you're if you're only a one kilometer kilometer away, do I you hear it properly or is it all garbled? I don't know. I think you've got to dial it in. Oh, Focus yeah, you probably in. do, I suppose. This is yeah. really interesting. Mega it's, Megaphone. It's random. It's, it was random as hell, and uh, yeah, it was a few weeks ago, so I don't remember all the details. No, no, that it, sounds it was, good. It was really fascinating the hell out of me. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much... Oh, there, actually, yes, we talked. I just mentioned just before about the Aussies doing it wrong with the cops. Yeah. Gizzy cops do it right. Yeah, well, they so do. So they have rhythm and vine. Um, yes. Um, and just... Two people died by, there randomly. Yes, I know. By the way, I've never been to a multi-day conf- concert in my no, life. No, neither. No, okay. But um, they have a huge influx of people for Rhythm and Vine. Yep. Um, like in the morning, I got out of my pup tent and walked down to Subway to get something to eat before it's inundated. It's it swamped by these people and there's a line out of the this store down in the street. Dude, like, I used to work with his uncle. has got something to do with the campground with that. And I think at the end of every Rhythm and Vines, they end up with like a couple of hundred tents. I can't remember what they do with them all. And some of them are brand new because they just can't just leave them there. Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot at Glastonbury as well. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so they have this huge influx of people. So what Gizzy has done is they've had what they call fatigue stops. And there's a couple of places going into Gisborne, which is pretty um, choke points. So they go through the gorge and stuff like that. So they've got the cops there. Doing like a checkpoint. Yeah. And yes, they do breathalyze people, but it's not that really. They go, oh, come over here, free coffee. Get out of your car. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sausage sizzles on there. 
have a, you've, is got, it, you've got to wait five minutes before you can leave. Yeah. And it's just to stop people from fatigue. Cause you know, Do you know if that quite, was in um, association with ACC? Because they've done that sort of a couple of years. I haven't heard around here for ages, but they did it like five years ago, maybe around here somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I'd never heard of it before, but it was. They were definitely doing it. I think it was a council initiative because Jace works for the council. Yeah, and he was talking, giving me all the details. I didn't see it. I didn't get a chance to do that. Oh. but um, yeah, no, that's how you do it though. Because you don't want to be dicks about the cops being dicks about it, but they're like real friendly and they go, right, come off. Um, yep, go over and have a free coffee in that five minutes, and you can go. That's right. And, uh, that's yeah, cool. It's a great idea. No, it makes sense. They should do more of that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I put a headline here, and now I don't didn't put a link in, so I have no idea. I can just make it up. Uh, the permafrost has been melting in uh, somewhere, Russia, I think, and they have just found the best example of a frozen um, woolly rhino, which was a thing. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- it's a woolly rhino is a thing. I oh, see. I didn't know that, but uh, yeah. So they found that, but they're super excited because it's probably got the best DNA they can ever get wow. from something like that, We're- and they think it drowned. What are they doing with it? Like, well, we should have woolly mammoths by now because weren't they breeding some to go inside an elephant? Yeah, using DNA. They've been doing that for a while. I don't know. Where's my woolly mammoth? <laughs> anyway, they probably have done it. They probably can't. Well, oh, you've moved the monkey business into this week. I did because I wasn't sure. Okay, well, because I was going to leave it till next. Oh no, week, you I can. Be... I, I just thought you accidentally put it in there. No, I, I, I we well, can now move that it. We, now that we've talked about the the woolly rhino, I might as well talk about the monkey. Oh, business, good. Because I just thought it's hilarious. Yeah, what's happening with the monkeys? Because well, it's not timely. Let me start off by saying this is not a timely story because the story came out in two thousand five. Mm. That's why I was like, yeah, we can talk about that next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it cracks me up because it was um, Stephen Dubner and Stephen Levitt. Um, yes. The um, Freakonomics Boys, that's yep. the ones. Um, they were talking about this um, Keith Chen dude who does monkey research. Yep, he sounds um, legit. Yeah, well, no, he's an e- econ- economics researcher. Okay. So he got these, um, I've got to look at the word because I've forgotten what it is, capuchin. Capuchin monkeys, you know, the little cute ones? Yep. And he basically get, created a coin. It was like a Chinese coin. It was a sil- round silver disc with a hole in it. Yeah, okay. And he and he taught them over time that this is money. Yeah. They can Use swap this for goods for, and services for, for, for foods for yeah, grapes yeah. or, or jello. And um, they started doing all these experiments with them. So they they had two monkeys in in a cage, you know, s- separated by a glass um, partition, so they can see each other. Yeah, they can't really interact. Um, and there was a lever in each one. And if the monkey pulled the lever. A coin would come out of the other one. Other one, yeah. And if that pulled the lever, a coin would come out of this one. Yeah. So that's cool. So, and and then they could swap the the coins with the researcher for a grape or a jello. Apparently, jello was a thing. Oh, okay. Grapes or jello. Yeah. And so that was cool. So they they work in teams to give each other things. But then outside of this, they taught one to just always pull the lever. (laughs) And they taught another one to never, never pull the lever. Oh. And uh, they put them in. And this one just kept pulling the lever and all this. Coins coming out. Coins. Actually, I don't think it was coins. I think it was straight food at that point. Oh. And um, I think it was like marshmallows, actually, now that I remember. Okay. And the other guy, the other one's not pulling it. Yeah. Um, and it gave it a bit of half-hearted, but just realized this other guy is just going to keep giving me stuff without me having to do anything. So he really changed the dynamic yeah, of yeah. what they did. They also taught them to gamble, so they'd gamble, <laughs> and they found the same 
um, results as humans. They would gamble when it looks like they're going to win something, but they wouldn't gamble to lose something. Yeah. Like if they've already got it in hand, they're not going to gamble it. But if they you know what I mean? Oh, all right. Um, so even though the odds were the same. So that was cool. <laughs> what got me, and what I wanted to mention was they, um, they, they did a whole bunch of experiments about, well, we're putting the jello on special. You can get two jello for one yes. coin or one grape for one coin. As soon as the special was on, they'd all be going for the jello because they're getting the maximum benefit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, one of the monkeys one day uh, gets a bit clever or gets a bit annoyed or whatever he does, goes in and they've got this big tray of silver coins and he grabs it and throws it in the major cage with all the oh, other monkeys. Yeah. And there's a big scramble for these coins. In the, you know, so it's like a half jailbreak, half bank heist sort of scenario. And, and these monkeys are all running around scrambling. And he he watched. So there's only two things capuchins like, apparently, is food and sex. Yes. And he watched one monkey pick up a coin go running to another cup. monkey. Give him, give, the, him the, give the monkey coin for sex. Yeah, of course. And now the monkey then went and spent it on a grape straight away. Um, so very much like humans. Very much like humans. Even though it was 2005. I think that was hilarious. I read a story today that in the UK they played Grease, the movie, on box, uh, Boxing Day or Christmas Eve, one of the two in the UK. Oh, okay. Everybody got upset. So they I mean, s- it was a pretty annoying movie. Wow, they said there's a lot of sexism, racism, and homophobia in there. And uh, Homophobia? Mm. Oh, no. When they go to the dance, the uh, announcer says, you know, no same-sex couples dancing. That was the homophobia thing. Was that it? Well, oh, that that was so, I, that I, I can't even remember. Anyway, um, they, they've brought this up apparently before, and they were talking to Olivia Newton-John, who appeared in it, and she just said, look... I think she just said, it's just a movie. Like, <laughs> she's not too worried about it. But, you know, it's all these people that are on freaking Twitter. They're the ones that cause a problem. She said, it's a movie and a fun story. I've never taken it too seriously. Because people are like, she shouldn't have changed for him. And he's creepy. And his friend's creepy. And somebody else is creepy. And Yeah, it was, it was a huge thing when I was at school. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like. <clears throat> no, not really. I was much more interested in Star Wars at that time. That's right. If you've, got, if you've got the choice. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was it. Well, actually, the bubble... I'm sure I've talked about this before. The bubble gum cards at the time, because that's what kids collected, bubble gum yep. cards, you either had ABBA cards or you had Star Wars cards. So ABBA? Oh. Yeah, ABBA was not... All not, right. Not interested in ABBA. No, no. All the Star Wars cards. Not interested in Sven and whatever the other one's called. I have no recollection of them at all. I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> wouldn't have a clue. That's just how old I am. That's so, yeah. right. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I hope everybody else had a great uh, holiday break. Yes. Um, our New Year's Eve um, 2000. How was your New Year's 2020? Eve? Well, Let's I'm just going to say, um, we got a, I'll mention it, we got a bit of a kick in the pants oh, no, from no, 2020 b- b- as b- we're leaving. B- before you get onto that. Oh, okay. No, just how was your New Year's though? Oh, it's pretty quiet. I woke up New Year's, I didn't drink, surprise, surprise, and I woke up New Year's Day, now let's it here, and um, I felt absolutely like motion sick and seasickness. So where, I, where were you? Uh, just at my mum and dad's. Oh, yeah. And uh, I felt absolutely terrible. I had to go back to sleep till like 12 o'clock uh, lunchtime. And then I got up and I was sort of okay. So for whatever reason, um, I think my eyes are stuffed and I'm going to get them checked on Wednesday. 
So I, I'm having trouble looking at screens for a long period of time. Oh, no. And, and I feel really, really sick. Um, yeah. So that's what's been happening with me. Oh, damn. So it's going to be a struggle probably to edit this. So <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um, yeah. But yes, oh, that's 2020, terrible. it's in the past. Yeah, that's but 2020 gone. kicked us in the backside on the way out. So I got a, a um, email on I, New Year's, I do just New Year's want, Eve. I do just want to say... I'm amazed that you saw this email. Well, no, I didn't see it till New Year's Day. No, that's right. Yeah, so, but, but I mean, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, so New Year's Day, for whatever reason, I think it was a cafe or something. Oh, I, can't, I can't even remember. I, I thought, oh, I better check my emails. Better check your emails because what could be in there apart from I don't know. Uh, what do you think's in there? Have a guess, you lucky, lucky listener. <laughs> A notice of tenancy termination from the uh, property manager. Yes. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad tidings, but uh, your uh, the owner, Kim, has decided the to number one major renovations to the house and would like you to uh, move out. Vacate. In 90 days. All of you. Get out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Um I'm just, I just can't. You know, I, I'm just, I'm thinking about this, just all these little things I'm thinking about. I'm like, right, I put those new LED lights, which are amazing, in that chandelier in my bedroom. Yes, my bedroom has a chandelier. Um, and, it does. And um, oh, I'm like. Take all them out. I'm, I'm taking those out and put some yeah. crap ones in there. So um, uh, just. And I'm taking the, um, what do you call you're that? You're pointing out there, I don't know. Where the fiber goes into that machine. I paid to put the fiber in this place. I'm taking that. Oh, the the box thing. The decom. What do they call it? Oh, the- that, oh, sorry, that thing and the. Uh, so I know behind the fridge. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking that. No, uh, so the landlord, uh, they cut down this tree and they absolutely demolished the fence next door, part of the fence, and they've got some new people living next door to us. English guy, and he's been hounding us for the landlord's details because they wanted this fence sorted out, or his land. His landlord did. And our landlord turned up and they, him and his wife rebuilt this fence and um, they couldn't even hammer the nails in fully. Did you see that? Anyway, this fence does not match up the existing fence. It's the worst thing in the world. That coupled with his stupid, he's the only thing he's going to do, I think, is get us out and do that shower. And I reckon that's it. I don't think he's doing anything else at this house. He, He has to do the carpets. The carpets were bad when I got here. I've he been has here to, but years. he's not going to, is he? Oh, he no. So anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, so we uh, we're looking for a new podcast studio. Uh, <laughs> plus, uh, yeah, plus somewhere to live. Um, yeah, uh, and no I've doubt got you're so much junk. No, yeah, so much so stuff. Much stuff. So much stuff. I've been here eleven years. It's sort of mounted. I think up a at bit. one point, Chris said the only way I'm leaving this place is if I die here of old age. <laughs> uh, uh, so how prophetic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's not concerning at all. But uh, no, so no doubt you'll hear about this over the coming months as we try and organise everything. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you and Sarah are going to be looking for a place anyway. Yes, but so we have to be out by the 5th of April. Yeah, because I I mentioned this to Carl, obviously, and Jace, because I was like, bugger, uh, on News Day. And I said, oh, yeah, because Sam and Sarah, we're going to find a place, but... I think they expected they'd have longer to, than April to, to sort that stuff out. Just as a buffer, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Oh, well, and Pumpkin Carnival's on the 28th of March, which is a pain in the ass because I've got to move yeah. a whole bunch of gear normally for that. Anyway, we'll sort it all out. It'll, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Something will happen. Something will happen. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and we all know how much we all love moving. Anyway, we'll keep you up to date uh, with whatever's happening <laughs> with that. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, 2000. 2000- 
2021 is looking amazing. I've got so much going on. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Apparently, I've got lots going on now, too. <laughs> cool. Cool. So uh, that probably brings us to the end of the podcast. Yep, it does. Uh, thanks for hanging in there, everyone. Yes, um, I hope uh, at the start of your year has been going great. If it hasn't, hang in there. I'm sure it'll get better. Yep, um, and it'll certainly get sunnier because I don't think it can rain more than it is now. No. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.